land to give a damn. I'm your host, Lindsay Evans. What's up, hoes? We are back from <laughs> a year that literally I think we all could not wait for to end, but I'm going to be honest, 2021, not much better. Um, if you hear me swallowing, that's because I'm eating sugar cookies for dinner and have deviated from my plan of dry January as I sit here with a vodka soda. And um, you can thank my family for that. It's been a rough go over here um, in my life, generally. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. Oh, that's my dog. He's agreeing. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but let's just say I'm in a mode where I pretty much hate everyone. So good stuff. Good stuff. Other than that, everything was great. I had a great New Year's. Okay. He wants a sugar cookie and he's not going to get one. We're off carbs except for me. Okay. Anyways, um, how was your holiday? Hopefully, uh, good. Um, ours was a little volatile, not between Wes and I, but between us and literally everyone else. So, um, I just had to get that, you know, do I have to kick you out or are you just wanting to be a co-host? Cesar Milan Tommy, just to look him in the eyes until he stops looking. And that's how you tell him who's boss. Let's see if it works. Boring. Okay. Anyway, did you miss me? I didn't know I'd be gone for two weeks. Okay. It didn't work. I didn't know I'd be gone for two weeks. And I apologize for that. And I also apologize for being totally unpredictable in terms of my schedule and when I'm actually going to put these out. And that's, you know, have you ever taken the four tendencies quiz? There's this quiz by Gretchen Rubin. <laughs> okay. I have to kick him out. One second. Didn't kick him out. He's still looking at my cookies. But anyway, there's this quiz by Gretchen Rubin. And she believes that there's four different personality types and how you motivate yourself is based on which type you are. So I've taken the quiz. Wes has taken the quiz. Everyone I know has taken... I've made take the quiz because I'm like, if you're in my life, you're taking it. Thanks. So that I know how to manipulate you. And I am the rebel. And that means we don't like to stick to a schedule unless we... Like we reject like order and form and authority. And it's like, I don't want to do that now. So that is why I hesitated to start this podcast to begin with because I thought... I don't know that I can stick to a schedule and here I am just forcing myself through it because I want to be a great ray of sunshine on a Monday morning for all you hosts to enjoy. So, um, but yeah, 2021 has blown because one emoji bit my hand today and he bit my hand because, uh, it was a cheap shot. Really? We were at the dog park and he's really gotten into... <laughs> He's really gotten into um, the tennis ball, and I blame his father, because when I had my hip procedure, Wes was the one taking him to the um, the dog park every day, and in doing so, I guess they got really into their father-son bonding of throwing a tennis ball. Okay, well, now he doesn't want to play with any of the other dogs, so it's like, this was like my break and solace of getting getting to watch him like play with other dogs and like it was like my I call it my meditation because I don't look at my phone and I just like watch the dogs play and whatever you know take what slice of heaven you can get this year so 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 he no longer does that he's no longer interested in other dogs and I feel that other mothers with husbands can relate that 
once the husband gets involved, you know, um, they come up with an alternative concept that can sometimes disrupt the norm. And I'm trying to roll with it, but it's not going well. So I'm like, okay, I'll throw the tennis ball for him. And in doing so, he bit my hand and I have a gash on my thumb. And then I texted the photo to Wes and he says, how about you stop playing with the tennis ball? And I'm like, I wouldn't be fucking playing with this tennis ball if it weren't for your ass in the first place. Okay. Anyway, cheers. Cheers to that. Good, good. So another thing I want to bring up about the dog park, as you know, there's always a saga. And um, I realize that the dog park is, I really have a one track mind when I'm there. And I, I can't imagine I'm alone because it is a literal shit show. Here's, here's why. On the way there, you're thinking about, is the dog going to poop? Then you get there and you have to watch the dog closely to be like, okay, is he going to poop? And if so, I need to pick it up. Otherwise, I look like the negligent mom slash dad at the dog park. So I got to, like, uh, stalk him um, to, to make sure that, you know, he poops. And then now that the that the grass is dead, it's all mud. So then I have to, like, literally track his poop if he does poop there and figure out by the scent, by my scent, where his poop is. Because I don't have acute vision. I used to be 20-20, but not anymore. Um... Then when I'm walking to get his poop, I'm like, am I going to step in other people's poop? And right when you walk in, honestly, there's there's a trash bin right there and it reeks of poop. Um, so then the other day I'm driving by and we're, I'm not with the dog. I'm just driving by to go like run an errand or something and like get out in the world. And I see this woman walk in there. She has the audacity to walk in there in a jacket. It's like a puffer, right? Average looking chick, brown hair, white girl, whatever. You know, size four. Um, And she has the audacity to walk in there with a jacket that is, I am not joking, you guys, it is the color of shit. It's not chocolate brown. It is like, it's got a yellowy undertone and it is the color of a poo-poo. And I'm like, Well, you really dressed for the occasion, didn't you? I mean, wow. Way to take my styling advice so literally that you were just like freaking inspired by a papoo. Anyway, I don't even know if that's funny. It's just it just needed to be said. Maybe don't wear brown to the dog park because it's like already a lot of brown going on. Okay, the end. Um, But also like don't follow in my footsteps and wear a white fur coat because everyone looks at me like I'm fucking insane. And then their dogs jump up on me and they're like, sorry, but like their undertone is like, sorry, but you're stupid for wearing that. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll bill you for my dry cleaning. Anyways, um, long story short, you know, I'm uh, incredibly impractical and so is Erica Jane. Um, Erica Jane, uh, wow, it's all bad right now. It's all bad. And I know you guys have heard about it and I'm just going to go in on it real quick. But it's not looking good. And if she goes to prison like like Teresa Judice, I honestly will feel vindicated from our feud of 2020 where she didn't like any of the photos where I impersonated her or share them. I cannot believe that she, for whatever reason, didn't know anything about her husband's mishandlings of their client's money. I just don't buy that. Um... I think if she 
didn't if she truly didn't know that he was like up to no good she would have been much more forthcoming about their relationship and you know she was just so protective of it all the time my point is you know who you're married to you know the character of the person that's sleeping next to you at night so she's not totally innocent in this and Dorit is reigning supreme because if she wasn't reigning supreme before this is like the thing that just catapulted her into queen status and uh Kyle don't need you bye bye um I would love to see a net like the next season with just like Kathy Hilton who I already know I'm gonna love based on her facelift and Dorit who oh did you see this she claimed that she has not had any plastic surgery done other than her boobs that's correct. Let that sink in. She's claiming that that nose that she is showing us on the telly is the same nose that she had in Italy circa 2010. I have a hard time believing that. I really, I really do. There is no amount of contour in the world that can make that true. And speaking of contour, I just got the KKW Beauty Brush. You know, the one that's like the angled um, sponge. I'm a little late to the game on that but I got it and it broke in like two seconds so don't waste your money however the lipsticks are bomb um I also got the opalescent lip gloss which I don't know why I did because I don't like lip gloss so I got I really like the blush trio uh, it's like a peach a pink and then sort of a um raspberry color and what a freaking delight. I looked gorge. So you will too. Pick it up. Pick up the lip liner. I want the lip liner set. I want the lipstick nudie set. Excuse me. It's the sugar cookie. And not much else. I mean, maybe that um, birthday collection eyeshadow palette and then I'm done. Then I'm done with them. I've never ever wanted anything from Kylie Cosmetics. And um, that's all I have to say about that. So... Erica Jane is going to the slammer. Tom, it's not looking good. So my theories about the divorce. Everyone's been messaging me. What are your theories about, like, what do you think? Like, do you think they're really, um, did she know? Did she not know? Do you, are, is it really a divorce? Is it to protect the assets? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think she knew somewhat a little bit ago. It's, like, not that much of a coincidence that she had this penthouse downtown. And I, you know, I know he was certainly seeing other women. And she probably said, um, okay, so then I want my own place so that I'm not like, you know, around when you're courting other chicks. So I think she knew about that. I think that's why she always called him Mr. Girardi. I think that's why she didn't act bothered when he wasn't reading her books and coming to her shows. By the way, though, not coming to the show on Broadway, that I would have filed for a divorce right there. How do you, how are you going to do that? Anyway, the text messages about him having the affair, though, those came out. If you're not following this, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Read the LA Times article that's, you know, basically fake news, but read it anyway. Um, and so she so he, she released these text messages that alluded to him cheating, but it sort of seems like those were from a while back, like not this year. And so it's like, oh, convenient that you're releasing those text messages. It just feels like a really calculated spin. That's sort of the consensus around it. Well... It is really calculated spin, and it wasn't a good job because everyone could tell from the bars on her phone that um, it was from a while back, like based on, I don't know how cell phones work, 3G, 4G, whatever. So it was from a while back. There's a super average, like judge looking woman who he was apparently having the affair with. And, you know, I got to say this Mr. Girardi, I'm like, 
still getting it in at 80 years old. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that is. But, you know, I spoke to a couple people that I know who have elderly parents. And by elderly, I mean 83 plus. And they are still getting it on in the nursing home, I swear to God. I swear to God. So apparently the fun doesn't stop. And I've also heard that, you know, the chlamydia breaks out like ramp, like rampant, um, like COVID-19, basically at the, um, at the old folks' homes. So, you know, avoid that. And speaking of compounds, um, The Bachelorette, what a great season, guys. Wow. I mean, I know I told you I couldn't even watch it with Claire, because, but I'm starting to be like, maybe that was real. The thing is, The Bachelor always swindles me because I'm like, uh, yeah, she's going to choose this guy in the very beginning. My gut instinct, and I'm always right. I'm, I knew that Zach guy, spoiler, Zach won. I knew that Zach guy was going to be the winner and like she was down for it. And I thought, mm, he's a little into himself, but like aren't all addicts, I mean, they're all like a little bit narcissistic, you know? And I mean, I would know, just kidding. So anyway, I thought like she'll be into him. They love each other. Bye. And then this whole Ben element came in and I thought, oh, is she going to be a dumb dumb and go for Ben's big muscles. I mean, most of us would because most of us are dumb for big muscles. And she didn't. And um, good for her. And now I am freaking obsessed with them. I'm I'm not kidding you. I look at Tasha and Zach's Instagram stories. I'm, I'm guessing on the hour just to see like, what's the update? Are they still in love? I'm a little worried because I feel like her, here's why I'm worried. I feel like her, um, public persona is going to annoy him because like he's down for like some deep you know therapeutic shit and I think she just like wants to keep it light and fun and be an influencer and it's like how does that work are they going to do like influencer therapy kind of thing and is he going to be able to be that guy is he going to be able to be the Jason Tardick to her Caitlin Bristow because she's going places and I've also heard her say that she wants to live in LA and New York and I'm thinking well I don't think he would like living in New York. I mean, because he and I know each other so well. I don't think he would like living in L.A. I mean, who would like living in L.A. right now? It's a dumpster fire over there. Um, even my grandma, who's lived there her whole life, is like, it's not looking good. I'm like, tell me. Tell me about it, Nana. Tell me about it. Um, but, you know, she loves the sunshine, don't we both? So there she stays. There she stays. Anyway, I just think Tasha is so likable and she too much like myself can slip into a bit of an accent um by mistake she finds herself having a, a bit of a british dialect as do i and people have commented on it often with both of us and we both just say like i have no idea what you're talking about and with that i say cheerio shows i am freaking addicted to right now first of all well this actually contradicts everything i just said but who put Shannon Bedore on our television and thought it was a good idea? This person is just like a whiny pain in my ass. She's just like an angry mom. I don't, I don't want it. I don't think it's funny. I don't know. I've never thought it's funny. I don't get it. So anyway, remember a couple of weeks ago, I think I told you, or maybe I thought it, and this is, by the way, something I run into a lot. Did I think it? Did I say it? I realized my chair saga, which I'm going to go back to. Remember my chair that I bought in St. Michael's and then I aborted that story? I'm going to go back to that please try and help me remember. Okay. So 
previously I told you that I prefer like I would turn on OC before I would turn on Salt Lake City because I was like, well, this is the devil I know and not the devil I don't. Right. Well, now I'm like, ugh, another night of OC. Let's put on Salt Lake. I mean, I'm attached to these women. And what did it for me is that Jen Shaw. God, I love her to death. I love her to death. And I hate when people say that, especially men. That sentence on a man, oh, I, you know, I love her to death. It's like, I have never had more of a limp biscuit from a statement like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that. That's akin to uh, perusing candles at Bath and Body Works. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Jen Shaw, I'm Shaw Squad for life. She's like my, she's inner hoe energy. I'm just it's a vibe it's a lifestyle it's what Rinna wishes she was it's what Erica tried to pretend she was I don't understand the money part of it at all I also think her husband may have another wife based on what was revealed to us recently and then Whitney totally grew on me on Salt Lake I'm thinking like in three seasons Whitney's really gonna hit her prime and she's gonna be like queen b-i-t-c-h I'm not supposed to swear um, I've done such a journey on Heather, who's like the other blonde with the long hair. Now I like love her. She's totally like the voice of reason. She's got three girls that she's doing a great job with. I just think I got, I hope that from this show, she starts feeling herself more, loving herself more. And I would love to see her dating more and like being more confident in who she is. Um, Meredith, stand for life, but that Brooks, wow. I mean, the casting is impeccable. The casting is impeccable on this show. I don't know that we'll see Mary next season, but the casting is just literally out of control. Lisa being a psycho, they're probably the first ones divorced, if I had to guess. And, um, but she's got great style. I will, I will give her that. And it's not just like she went to the local intermix and had someone dress her. And that's, you know, that's a go-to move. Um, anyway, Meredith and Seth, one thing I I think Seth is getting a lot of Botox because his forehead is not really moving a lot. And then also when he says to Brooks, okay, I'm getting like anxiety from this conversation. It's like, uh, uh, okay, he's a candle sniffer. Like, uh, no, that's not how a man handles the situation. Sorry. Sorry to have gender roles. I expect a man to say, I'm so sorry, own up to your shit. Don't say, like, I'm getting anxiety. <laughs> Woof. Woof! But anxiety is real, and with that, I sympathize. Okay, anyways. Um, and speaking of Bravo, I just want to say that uh, thus far, Madison's highlights on Southern Charm are the best thing to ever hit Bravo. That and Sonia's facelift, it's like, what else do we really need? Why is there a chat room without Madison, number one? And why is there chat room in general, number two? Why do we have Hannah from, um, oh, that stupid show. What is it called? The one, Summer House. Ugh. I don't know, you guys. I mean, I'm addicted to it when it's on, but it's just, why is Hannah talking about it? Like, she's not good. I want to hear Madison's thoughts on things. Like, she just says funny things because she's, like, authentically a Southern person. Anywho, um, then we saw the Austin Kroll. Did I talk about this already? Austin Kroll and the K- Kristen Cavallari and... 
Austin Kroll, he, um, I know I'm really driving this point home, but he, he loves a scented candle. Okay. I, I've never been more turned off by a man in my life. And, um, though I'm not attracted to other men than my husband, I am really incredibly off put by him. Seems like a nice guy, but like, <sighs> but I, especially, I actually, it's a rare thing for me when I loathe someone more after seeing scenes with them with their family but I see him in his family dynamic and I'm like oh my god he is such a weenie kebab like I cannot like he's just getting run by literally everyone he knows anyway go to therapy that's my advice to him um and speaking of which uh I really you know what you you may recall that speaking of great hair Madison's hair Kristen Cavallari's hair etc um, you may recall that I was considering cutting my hair and well, I did it. I took the plunge. Now it's not as short as I originally thought. And thank God for that, because I don't know that I could have taken that at the end of this year in addition to everything else I've gone through, but, um, it is short. It is blonde. We are living. And I told my hairstylist that she should set a, set a place at her Christmas table for me next year because she's adopted me without even knowing it. And she, she welcomed that. I said, I bring great champagne and caviar. So, um, I, th I think she may actually be, be hosting me next year, to be honest with you. Um, so anyway, you know, I called your buff girls. You think, you think I'm, I'm not hip with it. Well, I am. Well, I am. I've got the new Jesse James Decker light haircut and I've still got it. Okay. But I am still having trouble with the youths. Um, there's another, another set of youths that, uh, I've had some conflict with recently and, you know, the holidays will do that. So my stepsister and stepbrother, I think that's what they are to me. Anyway, they're Wes's stepsister and stepbrother. So I guess they're mine. I don't know. But anyway, they're great. And, but I said, you know, we were talking about Christmas shopping and we were talking about the Pentagon City Mall near us and we were like, oh, it's really ghetto. And they looked at us as if we had just said, you know, to, to abolish, you know, to not abolish slavery. And I'm like, that's not racist, you guys. It's not racist to say that something's ghetto. And they're stunned, literally jaw dropped to the floor, stunned, stunned. They think that I have just offended an entire minority group. And I'm saying, no, like there's a ton of white people there that are like literally acting a fool too. It's like, it's not specific to one group. It's like, it's just a ratchet place. Like people are just screaming at each other, screaming at their boyfriends and girlfriends. It's just like not safe. There's also all these like kids that come in from out of state that are doing like class field trips lord knows why they're at this freaking weird mall it is seriously so strange it must be by like all the hyatts or something so it's just like a really weird experience anyway they think i'm a racist the end i'm not racist i love everyone um i don't know if you saw on watch what happens live over the holidays but they are now having bubbly advertisements do you remember First couple episodes of my show, I said, Bubbly, where are you at? Well, I'll have you know that I'm off the Bubbly 100. I'm on to La Croix. Uh, first of all, because I'm sophisticated. And second of all, because F you, Bubbly. I, if you're going for the biggest fish in the sea, I don't want anything to do with you. And also, you make me burp and I can't talk into the thing. 
um, into this podcast without without getting a little hiccup from you. So you're dead to me. How do you like that? Yeah, you're not gonna reject me. I'll reject you first. Um, okay, so Shep, on, back to Southern Charm for a moment. Shep is dating a child. Um, that girl, what is her name? Taylor. Taylor. She's adorable. Adorable little girl. I don't know how these girls look like this with their thigh gaps and they drink Miller Lights all day. Like, I don't get it. I'm like, that was not my body type. I, if I drink Miller Lights like that all day, it's like, um, honey, don't plan on eating for a week because you're not going to have a thigh gap making moves like that. And you're also going to have a yeast infection because you've been in a bathing suit all day and now you're drinking beer. And it's it's asking for a yeast problem. And I don't want to be gross, but ladies, do you feel me? You know, the other thing that's just terrible for female um, wellness are Spanx. Anything with that, like, material that's super stretchy and just, like, breeds moisture in your undercarriage, um, not a good move. Like, the even the little thongs from Target that are that fabric, that same as a Spanx. No, 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 no. Keep it cotton or do nothing at all. Nothing at all. As my grandma said, you know, there's a reason that we wear nightgowns and she thought it was asinine. My grandma from Italy thought it was asinine that I wore underwear to bed. And that was an interesting conversation to have as a seven-year-old. It was not creepy, but it was unusual and I will never forget it. Um, and now I see what she was getting at. Like, she wouldn't really say, like, yo, you're going to, like, have a problem. Uh, so, but I, I wish she would have. Would have saved me. <laughs> would have saved me a world of trouble. Okay. Um, oh, so, okay. So, you know how I said I cut my hair, right? I cut my hair. Well, the exact same day Britney Spears, you know the one, debuts that she cut her hair. I'm like, it's Britney, bitch, is trying to steal my thunder. Now, fortunately, her eye makeup was still smudgy, and I feel that that um, worked in my favor a bit. I think I still, like, if there were a poll, I think that my haircut still won, and I'm sure there was. You know, it's just hard for me to keep up with all the press. Uh, I'm sure there was. And, um, but her hair looks cute, but I'm still insanely worried for her, and I think we all are. Um, Okay, so anyway, to celebrate my haircut, Wes took me out to dinner. We've been going out to dinner every night of of December, and I don't recommend that. Uh, one, for your body type, and two, for your budget, and three, uh, for your overall wellness. It's it's truly uh, um, damaging, just in general. But we we live life on the wild side. What can I say? We, we enhance each other's weaknesses in the best way, and we just love to have fun. So anyway, we went to this Thai restaurant which is really great near us. It's called Bangkok 54. And we have this cute little waitress. She reminds me of, do you guys remember on Bachelor in Paradise? That that little Asian girl, she was from um, Bachelor Winter Games. And she came over from Japan. And she was really tiny. And she was like a bartender with wells. And she had colored contacts that were like blue over her brown eyes. And that couldn't be unseen. I'm sure you may recall. So... There's a girl at the Thai place that looks spitting image with same colored contacts, everything. I'm like, hey, boot, like, did you relocate or like, what's up? Anyway, it wasn't her. But 
I said, hey, I'd love like some lettuce wraps and like a dumpling. And Wes is like, yeah, I'll do pad thai. And she says, okay, yes, please. And I think that she means yes, please means thank you. And it is so freaking endearing. I'm just like, what a legend. What an icon. She, um, she's, (laughs) she's really, uh, just starting something there. And I think I'd like to implement it. So, um, just bear with me. If you, if you hear me using that phrase, you'll know why. What are we all thinking about Real Housewives of Potomac? Monique has announced that she's leaving. Candace has cried all season. And Karen Huger has debuted some flawless wigs. Uh, Giselle has embarrassed herself on national television. And I was a huge Giselle fan. Loved me some Giselle. Even though she was a little mean, I thought, that's okay. She's just uh, not in love right now and unhappy. We all know a friend who's like bitter because they're not in love. And, you know, can you blame them? It is, it is hard. And I just thought that's what she's going through. Well, then she has this Jamal in her life, her ex-husband and the father of her children. And anyway, it, it comes out that he's probably been running around on her. And it's pretty, pretty, as Candace said, unfortunate. And um, I just think that she really lost her sparkle in this whole, whatever she's trying to do here, she's really lost her sparkle. It bums me out. And I hate watching women go down the road of a relationship with a man and it just totally dulling their sparkle. And um, someone said that to me recently about a relationship I was in a long time ago that that person just sort of killed my sparkle. And I thought, wow, that is horrifying. Never again. Never again. So I just want this to be a reminder to all you hoes that if someone's bumming you out, they are so not worth your time. And... Just move it right along. Remind, reminder to love yourself and give yourself the love that you need first before you find the right person. Um, and anyway, so Candace tweets like, um, like she's like a little medieval times, like she's in medieval time. Like she's like, doth protest, you protagonist bed wench. And you're like, I'm sorry, I'm I, like, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to like, go watch, you know, a land before time to understand what the fuck that tweet was. Um, so I don't know. She's over there building a moat of, of her tears, I guess. Um, and digging it up with her eyelashes. That's not funny. Okay. Anyway. Um, so back. Okay. I, you guys, I'm so unorganized. I'm sorry. I'm getting back into it. Um, but I just want to say that Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, yeah, I'm going to go back to The Bachelor for a minute. Chris Harrison, first time ever, I've noticed, wow, he has small hands. And I don't mean to be mean, but he does. And what can you do about small? I mean, I just, I've never noticed his hands being so small before. And I thought maybe they aren't tan or maybe he hasn't been working them out as much. And um, I, I, uh, I kind of, I kind of think maybe his day is coming. Now, I don't want JoJo, like, instead of Chris. I think that's distracting. Like, I don't want another former Bachelor or Bachelorette 
because then it just sort of illegitimizes the whole process. Like the thing that was great about Chris was like he was neutral. He was married. He was too old. Don't bring in like a young hot person that the bachelor or bachelorette has to like look even better than next to. Um, I don't think we need JoJo. I don't think we need Wells. Why is Wells a thing? Like who made Wells happen? He's got the best goddamn publicist ever. Um, we need like a neutral host, just like a new neutral host. It's like middle age and like a similar Chris vibe. Maybe it's a woman. Sure. Maybe it's a woman. But I don't know that we need that we need someone we know from Bachelor Nation, quote unquote. Um, anyway, I just want to re- reiterate how much I love Tasha and Zach. I love them as much as Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, like stan them. Um, did anyone watch the New Year's Eve show? Uh, the Seacrest New Year's Eve show where Seacrest is wearing a mask and also um, has a come over. That couldn't be unseen. I don't know what he's like trying out right now, but it's not good. Um, and it, it, it's not going to happen. If, if, if there's going to be a new haircut for guys, it's going to be the Caesar Augustus. It's not going to be the Ryan Seacrest like comb over wave. That's not happening. Um, but anyway, he's obviously having a, a middle age crisis. Uh, what is it called? Midlife. <laughs> Midlife crisis. And um, it was basically unbearable. He was wearing a mask as he was talking into the camera. I, I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Why can Chris Harrison not wear a mask, but Ryan Seacrest has to? Like, that's so strange to me. And we're, like, basically trying to understand what he's saying through his, like, he's, like, miming through to us on the TV. And it's ridiculous. Anyway, Machine Gun Kelly performed, didn't love the performance that much. J-Lo performed, really didn't like the performance. And liked the costumes and stuff, but I was like... This is my least favorite J-Lo performance I think I've ever seen. And you know I'm a mega fan. So I'm just, you know, I think... I don't think it was just Mariah Carey. I think that New Year's show is hard. A quick aside, I was there on New Year's Eve um, for a performer I was working with that some of you may know. And um, she sang and the first thing she said when she came off stage was how did it sound because I, they cannot hear themselves you guys and it, I'm gonna be honest everyone told her it was good when really it was not good it was you didn't sound good um that's the truth and no one told you but that but I was thinking it and in fact when she was singing I was actually wincing visually because I can't hold in my emotions that ever and you know that's probably why I'm not on the job anymore but um so, I just think it's a really hard sound moment to perform and sound good. And, you know, even with, with the in-ears and the cold, there's just a lot of elements at play. So, when Mariah, like, freaked out a couple years back, it's like, well, you're not the only one. This is freaking hard. Speaking of performers I love, um, Gwen Stefani. She's back to the skunk hair. Why? Why did you dip the tips of your hair in black again? I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, I do like that she went back and revisited, like, all of her old looks. I think that's super cute for that music video. She wore 15 different looks for that new music video about, like, I never went away. I'm just back again, which doesn't really land. But um, the song is mediocre. 
And I was reading, of course, a Machine Gun Kelly article today, and it's the one on Interview Magazine um, that was formerly owned by Andy Warhol and Dave Franco, James Franco's little brother, interviewed Machine Gun Kelly, and he said, you know, you know, I've, I've come, Machine Gun Kelly said, I've come up, up in a really unusual way, like my best album's like my fifth album, but most artists... Um, their best stuff is like their first or second because they just pour their whole guts, their f- their whole life into their first and second album. And then there's just like not as much. And I was thinking about Gwen Stefani and I'm thinking, absolutely, she's defos used it all up. What's she going to talk about now? How she like is trying to marry her like punk rock look with her country look. I mean, that is literally her biggest woe. And like where to get her lips done during COVID. I mean, that's her biggest problem. So I don't think she's got a lot of relatable material is what I'm saying. When there's not a lot of struggle and strife, I don't know that there's a lot you can sing about other than being happy. And so she did this so she did this low-key lighthearted song. Fine. Love the Christmas album. Fine. Let's not act like I'm the next icon kind of thing. I don't I think it's just like, okay, you, you kind of are where you are and it's great. Where you are it's great. Like it's good. We're we're happy with it, but let's not like try and do a whole rebrand like I don't no no don't need it and you notice she's wearing cowboy boots and every single thing now it's like guys we get it do you have to be so literal we get it they're married they, they're getting married she's into country stuff now she wears camo pants okay I got it she wears mud on her jeans understood um and speaking of someone with mud on their jeans Shiloh Pitt the little lesbian, you know, the one, um, adorable, adorable. Well, we think she's a lesbian. It doesn't matter. The point being, she's out doing coffee runs by herself at 12 years old. I just saw this today and I'm like, okay, okay. There's so much wrong with this (laughs) sentence. (laughs) What do 12 year olds drink coffee? Like that wasn't something I was doing. I was like, okay, give me a blended frap and make it 95% whipped cream. Thanks. No, there wasn't even a Starbucks. Wow, dating myself. Was there? I don't think there I seriously don't think there was. Wasn't that like a 2000s thing? I don't think there was. Anyway, I certainly wasn't popping over there in my, you know, G-Wagon. This bitch is like rolling around town by herself. Just, you know, going to a coffee shop like she's going to Harvard. I'm like... Oh. And in a goddamn cardigan. I'm like, I don't know what's going on in that household, but none of it's good. None of it's good. She's looking like a regular girl interrupted herself, if I do say so myself. And speaking of girls interrupted, there's a couple I want to comment on. First and foremost, Vogue, the the communist magazine, um, named Katie Holmes the winner of street style this year. Didn't we already do this? Didn't Katie Holmes have her moment in the sun for the boyfriend, Jean? Why are we here again? Okay. Then they press... I didn't even know she was out and about. I thought she was still dating Jamie Foxx. Like, is she promoting something? Anyway, they they post her in these incredibly... I mean... They're not Carrie Bradshaw looks, I'll tell you that much. They're just so... um, Kind of like J. Crewy, Kind of like updated classics that are timeless, no doubt, but I, I don't think this wins street style. The first one is 
a Canadian tuxedo, so a denim shirt, denim crop pants, and then the yellow Bottega Veneta slide mules, which those shoes are cute, but like who cares about this outfit? It's so nothing. Then the next one's a white racerback tank, a cool necklace, and like wide leg jeans that have the paper bag waist. Okay. Like, is it groundbreaking? I don't think so. The next one's a brown plaid dress, prairie dress. Then we have a tweed jacket, um, boyfriend pants, boyfriend jeans, duh, and then silk Oxfords. The next one truly hurts my face. It's a, it's a mustard peasant blouse that's cropped, shows her abs, those same damn jeans, and a tennis shoe. Also, her shoes are always untied, her hair is always not done, which is fine, like, no judgment, but, like, this is not winning. Um, Tasha Adams has better street style than Katie Holmes. Uh, so I'm just not following. Now, I mean, she looks cute, but this is not street style of the year. So I, Vogue is corrupt. That's what, that's my point in telling you this. And then there was one other girl I wanted to talk to you about. Let me find her. What is her name? What is her name? Oh, her name's Gigi Hadid. Yeah, she's become Inspector Gadget since having a baby. I don't know what is going on with her, but she's wearing like these massive men's coats and little glasses, little sunglasses and big hats. And I'm like, I mean, Carmen Sandiego called and wants her look back. It's really, really weird. And I'm like the ugliest Doc Martin um, brown chunky leather boot that I used to wear with my Catholic school uniform and smelled like shit at the end of the day from sweating all day in those boots. You all did it. Don't act like I'm gross. You all did it. You, we all had the same pair. Some people's were from Payless, and some people's were the authentic um, Doc Martin. Regardless, um, they're disgusting, and she's trying to bring it back. And certain things, you know, we don't need to bring back everything from the new millennium. Um, okay, back to Housewives of OC real quick. I'm starting to like Elizabeth, you guys. I have done a journey... And the fact that she was in the religious cult being molested, I think she's going to stay on next season. And I think it's actually going to be really interesting to see her evolution. I hate to say it. Now, the reunion looks, everyone was asking me my thoughts. And so I'm going to give them to you right now. Gina, who's the one, I cannot stand the sound of Gina's voice. Like, it, 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 nails on a chalkboard. Like, I don't want you here. I, you are no longer welcome. I don't want you here. But she seems very nice. Um... Her white jumpsuit with the cutout, adorable. Her chic cropped hair, also adorable. A style I could never do. You can't slick hair down to your head when you have a giant head. It's it's not something that can happen. Emily looks beautiful. She's wearing sort of a ruched um, red gown. Not my favorite material for her figure, but um, it's a really pretty color. And she's just looking great recently. She just looks so good. Kelly looks fine. She's doing like a one-shoulder black. If you're going to do a black dress, it better be killer. Let me just tell you. Because otherwise you just look like a basic boring bitch that went to revolve. Um, now for the rough ones. Bronwyn. I don't know, guys. She, I don't know. She's doing a combat boot with a high-low dress. And it's very like, le it's like, it's like a lesbian superhero. It's, that's what I would say that it is she's like trying to look like a lesbian superhero and if that is your inspiration mission mission achieved she looks good but it's not my taste at all it looks you know just like hey i'm a lesbian now and whatever okay fine great 
Um, Elizabeth's dress is truly awful. It's just Elizabeth just needs a different bra. That's what's going on with her. It's she just needs a different bra or a different boob job. I don't know. Get a better bra. And then Shannon, I would give worse dress to. She looks like a figure skater who's like also a marshmallow um, on ice with what appear to be white tights or something or uh, I don't know. I, I really cannot. Um, and then there were some holiday looks I wanted to go through. So let me just give those to you quickly. Um, the Kardashians did some sort of some sort of something. Courtney had some retro party and those retro looks were fire and they kind of inspired lightly my um, New Year's Eve look with my short green sweater dress, etc. And um, I just want to say that next year I want to do fully retro Christmas and I'm pissed I didn't think of this first, but I mean, who can beat them? You know, if you can't beat them, join them. That's what I say. And then um, Kim wore the Incredible Hulk outfit that we all saw. And there's really no joke to make about it other than, you know, it was hideous and it was terrible. And I don't know why everyone's doing a spiral ponytail. She's always spinning her hair into like a, like a Rapunzel ponytail. I don't know why we're doing that now. Like, I just don't feel like we need it. I also don't feel like she needed to wear a plastic corset for a party at someone's house. Like, I, honestly, it would make more sense if she was in her skins loungewear, or, like cozy collection stuff. So, um, it just seemed weird. Like, it literally just seemed weird. I don't even really have any criticism. I mean, I just gave like seven different things. But other than the obvious, it's just like, this is strange and... I don't know what their Hulu show is going to be, guys, but I, I, all I can say is give me more. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Larsa Pippen remains the worst mother on the face of the earth. She's basically broken up a family, we think, and dating like an 18-year-old, we think, or 24-year-old, we think, and her 18-year-old son knows about it and is tweeting about it, and it's just not, it's not cute. And she's also had some, I'm venturing to guess that she's had some lipo done. And I've never seen like lipo or that um, cool sculpting stuff turn out that well. Like I feel like your your it, it basically tears your muscle tissue. At least the cool sculpting does, and and you never come out quite right from it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. You never come out quite right. So stick to the injectables and and skip the rest. You know, try and do a little diet and exercise. If you need a tummy tuck after your seventh kid, sure. Um. But what do I know? I just say less is more. Less is more with that. Don't rely on the lipo unless you're Sonia Morgan. But even she does the colonics and the juice cleanses. That's actually really works. I've done colonics and I don't want to be, I don't want to be gross or brag really, but I've done it and that works. It is miserable, but it works. Okay, I've decided I'm not going to tell the chair story, you guys. It's old news, and you'll see the chair on my Instagram and just admire it for all its beauty. That's really all there is. There was some story about Wes and I getting an argument over it. And I mean, not even an argument, just like a funny couple's conversation, but I'm over it. That's, who cares? Um, last thing I want to say is that Caroline Stanberry from Ladies in London just got, Ladies of London just got engaged to her 26-year-old boyfriend. And if the glow up ain't real. I mean, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Now, she is sort of branding herself as like a divorced, a divorce expert. And now she's getting engaged. And I kind of think, did she want to get engaged? I don't know. More to see and discuss on that. 
Uh, very curious to listen to her podcast about it and see what she has to say about it. Um, but she just got out of like a 20 year marriage and now is getting married again. So I don't know, guys. But I have to say, you know, marrying someone younger than you, not a bad idea because they're going to outlive you. And then you don't have to deal with the suffering of them passing away. So I like it. If you ask me. Um, Wes always tells me that I'm going to have to die first because he knows I won't be able to survive without him. And I'm, that's true. I will not. I don't even know. The dog, I, I don't even know, you guys. I don't even know. Anyway, 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 anyway. Let's not talk about death, shall we? Love you so much. Thanks so much for listening. Do me a solid. Share, rate, review. Please, please, please. Please share your stories, you guys. I know it's annoying to do, but I need you to do it anyway. Okay? It really, 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 really helps me. Especially lets people know that I'm back. We're better. And this episode was really celebrity heavy, but I promise when I can talk about more of my personal life, when it's not a travesty, I will do that as well. Um, okay, love you so much. Thanks for sticking with me. And happy mother freaking New Year. Love ya.